ate something. Hi, everybody. Welcome. It's Thursday Night Live. I was just telling my husband, I feel like I'm getting Angie Wadima on this side. So if you notice my face starts to grow, just, just know, oh, it's just her old Angie Wadima thing. Mm -hmm. But anyway, tonight we're going to be talking about common ground. You know, I feel like we used to hear this during the football games on, in, on the island, you know, si tu puedes, si tu puedes, you can do it, you can do it. You know, when we think of the Nike, right? Just do it. Well, there's something about tonight's message that's talking about, can I? We can. We can. When we can see and realize that there's common ground, there's synergy with more than one. Mm -hmm. And so, so many times we feel like we need to do things on our own, but really when we do things together, how wonderful and how powerful what we do really is. Mm -hmm. So tell us about common ground, you know, in this fragmented world, many of us are wondering like, what, what's know, going on? Yeah, sure. Yeah. What's going to happen to the civilization if we keep dividing, mm -hmm. you know? And so, um, and I, I came across this article I thought was very interesting. Two years ago, this academic military strategist, he studies um, countries that go into civil wars and what have you and to see what, uh, see where every country's at. And so he put together this thing that uh, basically describes the process of mm -hmm. how countries go to war. Mm -hmm. And uh, he described five phases of a civil war in, in today's modern world, right? Mm -hmm. And the first step is moving apart. And it's basically two visions of a nation's way of life. When they fail to agree to disagree, you've heard that term. Let's just agree to disagree. Right. Two sides feel like they just can't come together, and mm -hmm. so they stay divided. So this is one of this is one right. of the and, one of the and, situations and so, that you'll find. And so one of the things is like you know, okay, we're just going to agree to disagree, but then you still like, hey, but we're still together. We're mm -hmm. still going to make it work. Mm -hmm. Well, there comes a point when the two visions of these countries are saying we can't work right. together, we can't stay together, right. and it moves towards a showdown. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing you mentioned. The second one was the way of life. Mm -hmm. You know, as as the kinship splits, um, the conflict turns into a threat and mm -hmm. and it's a threat to one's way of life. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I, I don't like where we're going. Mm -hmm. I'm not, a, you know. And so then this term that he uses is called othering, mm -hmm. where warring identities have concluded that the only solution is the complete submission of the enemy party. In other words, we win, you lose. Mm -hmm. And the former kin are reimagined as evil and American inner enemy. So mm -hmm. all of a sudden we start fighting among ourselves, you know, and then, which leads then he says to the next thing, which is called the decision where otherings most decisive effect is to, is to condition the whole of society to believe that a clash is coming and that we all must choose and that there are no realistic alternatives to a test of wills. Mm -hmm. So in other words, we have to right, I do get something it. right. And then, which leads to the fight, which is the beginning of the war where the political balance shifts dramatically, then both newly advantaged and disadvantaged mm -hmm. parties rush to a test of wills. And at that point it's on, right? And so then he wrote in this article, he says, mm -hmm. so what would a non-military civil war look like here in America? Could it be nonviolent? Americans are certainly not lovers, but they do not seem really to be fighters either. A possible path is to disengage, a separation which would allow, follow a crisis, a confrontation, mm -hmm. some shocking violence mm -hmm. amplified on social media is interesting. He said that he wrote this two years ago, before pandemic, before any of this stuff. It would be a national sorting out, a natural separation in which blue and red regions would go and govern their own ways, which is already happening. It was like, you know mm -hmm. what, you guys are crazy. We're going to do our Certain own Certain states, yeah, wanting to, to 
exit, right? Yeah. While still maintaining on the surface a United States of America. So the, so, so the crisis and the confrontation, the shocking violence has played out in the events of 2020, the impeachment pandemic, not once but twice, the George Floyd riots, insurrections, the injustice we're seeing, the growing separation that's occurring from among us because mm -hmm. so many people are so segregated in their views, but yet today on national television, cable news and networks, they're just, they're televising rovers landing on Mars <laughs> yeah. and engineers saying that if we put our hearts together and our hands together and our brains together, we'll succeed. Their creed is their motto to reach for new heights and reveal the unknown so that what we do and learn will benefit all of mankind. Yeah. And so I just, I was just so moved by that. I was uh, today when I was putting this together, uh, I was able to, to log on mm -hmm. YouTube and actually see the moment that they landed and they were so ecstatic. Everybody mm -hmm. was jumping and hooping yeah. and hollering, making all kinds of noise. And they were just so excited to do something because they knew and they were they knew they needed to do something together. And the engineer, he said, you know, we can do this if we mm -hmm. come together. Right. We can do these great things. And so now with that in mind, um, I believe that we as believers in Christ have an opportunity to come together as never before. Um, I believe that we as followers of the Prince of Peace can be a benefit to all of humanity, right, when we especially come now, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So let's take a look and let's take a peek into heaven as we look at the book of Revelation and we see multitudes of people standing before the throne of God. Mm -hmm. in Revelation 5, 9, it says, and they sang a new song. You are worthy to take the scroll and to break open its seals for you were killed and by your sacrificial death, you bought for God people from every tribe every language every nation yeah, and that's race the unity key because he made them a kingdom of priests to serve mm -hmm. our god and they would rule on earth that's so right. that's us that's, that's us. the unity that god is looking for that's our, our opportunity we have mm -hmm. opportunities to to be leaders of this of, of this broken society to to live out a life of peace to mm -hmm. live out a life that uh, brings people together, mm -hmm. right? Uh, Jesus's prayer was that God's will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Isn't that part of his, the Lord's prayer? Absolutely. And so how is this even possible, right? Especially with the way things look now. And so um, I, re I recently taught uh, a lesson on the two trees of um, in the Garden of Eden, the tree of knowledge of good and evil and the tree of life. Mm -hmm. And in the book of Revelation, it speaks of the same tree. It says mm -hmm. that the tree of life has in its leaves healing for the nations, mm -hmm. which That's I thought, neat. oh, this is cool. Yeah, it's for all nations, yeah. not just a few. Yeah, for mm -hmm. all the nations. Wouldn't it be cool if we made like a tea, right? We could make so, a tea, get the leaves. Right, so we tea. won't solve these societal problems that we're experiencing in our world unless we look to God. That's right. Because he already has a way for us to come together. So mm -hmm. it says, right, in James 1, 5, if we need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. Mm-hmm. And then later in the book of James, God's yeah. wisdom is described like this. In uh, James 3.17, it says, But the wisdom from above is, first of all, pure. It is also peace-loving. And then it says, gentle at all times mm -hmm. and willing to yield to others. It is full of mercy and good deeds. Mm -hmm. It shows no favoritism and is always sincere. And those who are peacemakers will plant seeds of peace and reap a harvest of mm -hmm. righteousness. I love that, mm -hmm. that we will be able to plant seeds of peace. So we've got to take that and run mm -hmm. with this thing, right? Mm -hmm. So in this series, we're gonna look at what unites believers. We need to come to agreement. Um, a good question found in the book of Amos, right. Amos 3.3. Can you, two people walk together without agreeing on the direction? That's right. Mm -hmm. So if my wife and I are walking down the street and she says, I wanna go to the pier, 
uh, and I say, okay, I want to go to the memorial. Well, we're not going to be walking together. Right. We've got to agree, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, let's both walk towards the pier, which leads to this question. So what, what, what is a creed, right? You've heard of a creed, you know, the Apostles' Creed. Um, uh, it's a university, universal summary of the Christian faith. So it, it's something we can all common ground on. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. creeds are something that this is who we are. This is what we believe. So it's a way for us all to stay on the same path. That's right. And it's shared, actually, interestingly enough, uh, by Protestant, Roman, Catholic and Eastern Orthodox traditions. And the creed represents the most compelling statement of Christian doctrine in history. And so when the church community was first being established, they came to recognize in time that having a creed was helpful in giving a summary of their foundational beliefs. These were known as creeds. And in 2013, the Newsboys released a song titled We Believe. Remember Mm -hmm. that song? It was a song outlining. Yeah. The chorus says. We We believe believe. in God the Father. We believe in Jesus Christ. We believe in the Holy Spirit, and he's given us new life. We believe in the crucifixion. We believe that he conquered death. We believe in the resurrection, and he's coming back again. We believe. And so very popular song, and what it was is basically a synopsis of the Apostles' Creed and the Nicene Mm -hmm. Creed. Um, So a creed is simply a statement of what you believe to be true. In our daily life, all of us develop summaries of truth in order to live together in our world. All of us have guiding principles and summaries of truth that move us together to play out, to to play and to live out our lives. We all have creeds. That's what keeps families together, couples together, neighborhoods, groups, cities, states, nations, world. They've agreed upon something to be our guide for life and how we're going to live among each other. Yeah, I think families, I think Mm -hmm. you have certain families that have a certain creed that they live by. In this house, this is how we do it. Mm -hmm. These are our priorities. Mm -hmm. These are our value statements when churches come together. I feel like, especially the foundation, you, each of us have a creed that we stand on. Right. And that's the creed that kind of helps us stand when the storms come and when hard times come. We need to know what we believe. You know, I was just talking to a dear friend and she said, you know, I've heard a lot of sermons, but now it's time to live a sermon. And you Mm. have to live out what you believe. If you really believe in the afterlife, then you don't look at death the way someone who doesn't believe. Mm -hmm. If you believe in justice, then you're going to walk differently than someone who doesn't or someone that believes that God doesn't really get involved with things. He just stands back and watches. Their prayer life is going to look very different than someone believes that that they can cry out to God and that God changes his heart. And he is tuned to his people and he looks for hearts that are fully his that he can truly support. So these creeds go from really small in our own personal stories to the grand stories. And so mm-hmm. I love that Enrique's bringing us creeds that we as a, as a, as a church can come together and be foundational for what to look for. Mm-hmm. You know, over the last 2000 years, uh, Christianity has had many creeds, the Apostles' Creed, the Nicene Creed, uh, the Chalcedonian Creed. Mm-hmm. Um, and each one of them was a response to what was going on around them. And so mm-hmm. they just wanted, hey, what's going on? Right. What's what's truth, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's kind of what we're looking at now. It's like, what is true anymore, right? Mm-hmm. And so as we look through scripture, we will find creeds that were formed and recited to help pass on the basic foundations mm-hmm. from one generation to the other. Um, in the Old Testament, it's this uh, creed called the Jewish Shema. And it's found in the book of Deuteronomy and Numbers. And I'll share the beginning of this. We've actually yeah. made a song with it, right? Yes. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God. The Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of his kingdom forever and ever. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. 
And so when Jesus was asked what was the most important commandment, he quoted the Shema. Mm -hmm. So the Shema represents the greatest commandment in both Judaism and Christianity. And it unified Israel as one people under God. And so let's take a look at some other creeds found in the Bible in Romans 10, 9. If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart a person believes, resulting in righteousness, and with his mouth he confesses, resulting in salvation. This mm -hmm. is a creed that we stand on, mm -hmm. that with our mouth we profess mm -hmm. what we believe. Mm -hmm. And that is what brings salvation to us. That's right. It's just a real basic statement, right? Uh, Paul says in Corinthians 15, he says, for what, for what I received, I passed on to you as of first importance. So he had received mm -hmm. something, some truth, right? Mm -hmm. And he says that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures and that he was buried and that he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures. Mm -hmm. And so, again, another creed, you know, that mm -hmm. we find throughout, even in the scripture itself. So let's take, a, let's take a look at one of the oldest Christian creeds known as the Old Roman Creed, which is, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, and in Christ Jesus, his only son, our Lord, who was born from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary born their Pontius Pilate was crucified and buried and on the third day rose again from the dead ascended to heaven sits at the right hand of the father whence mm -hmm. he will come to judge the living and the dead and in the Holy Spirit the Holy Church the remission of sins the resurrection of the flesh to life the everlasting. life everlasting all right it's very good so over the next few weeks you know we're going to look at these ancient creeds and tie these statements to the scriptures that inspired them and have been used to bring and keep the church communities together this is time church we want to mm -hmm. wake everyone up mm -hmm. it's important that you're not pulling away but you're That's pulling right. you're gathering mm -hmm. you know i got my um boyfriend my my boyfriend my <laughs> son's Whoa, girlfriend what? sorry my son's girlfriend <laughs> That's the beauty of live. See, you get to watch this live. Um, anyway, and I got her this pillow that said gathered. I just felt like it was anti-culture. Like right now, everybody's segregating. Wear your mask. Stay six feet apart. But I wanted her pillow to say gather. And I think it's important that we pull together on these creeds, on these bringing our stories together. It's our hope that we will apply these principles mm -hmm. as we work on reconciling mm -hmm. that which is separating, healing, that which is broken and restoring our communities to foundational values that will make all society strive. It's not just about your community, it's about all communities, but we have to start somewhere. Mm -hmm. We have to know our personal creeds. We have to know our family's creeds. We have to know our communities. We need to look at other believers and say, we can, we can do this. Mm -hmm. We both love God. We see God, one God in his son, Jesus Christ. I mean, it's you can think of any Catholic friend, Protestant friend, somebody who's a believer in God and Jesus, there are so many common grounds that mm -hmm. we completely agree on. Mm -hmm. And so with that, there's such synergy and you can change the communities in which you live. That's right. Amen. That's right. So that's, that's going to be the goal over the next few weeks. We're going to look at the different facets of the old Roman uh, creed that was out there. And uh, we're going to look at why it was so important for society then mm -hmm. to be able to come together because they were torn apart. Mm -hmm. Remember the Roman countries and everything, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. Rome was imploding. There was war all over the place and people were fighting among mm -hmm. themselves. And yet um, the church was able to stand on some truths and be able to work together as one. And I love how it starts with we believe. Mm -hmm. We believe in God, the father mm -hmm. and in his son. It's almost like when we, we pray the, our father, what does it say? Our, our father, father who right. art in heaven. He doesn't say for you to say my father. Mm -hmm. He says our, our father. He always wants you to remember just like the Trinity is in relationship. <laughs> the father and the son and the Holy spirit are in relationship. 
we as church, we as Christians, as followers of Jesus, mm -hmm. we need to be in relationship with others. Mm -hmm. We need to understand that we are not alone, that God mm -hmm. allows us to see his great glory, to see who he is so that we can be his hands and feet and mm -hmm. then go ahead and spread it with wherever we go. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So our prayer is that uh, your hearts will continue to be uh, drawn to the truth of what uh, the Lord says in his scripture and that uh, we will come together as one and we truly will start to make a difference. Look for ways to mm -hmm. connect with people. Look That's for right. things that you see eye to eye with instead of spending a lot of your time trying to speak on the things that separate you That's right. or getting your point across. You know, I once heard a dear friend say to me, you know, it's not about being right. It's about being holy. And mm. I feel like it's just a holy time. Mm -hmm. This is a time for us to rise up and bring a presence of the Lord, a fragrance mm -hmm. that will bring um, just unity instead of division. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Um, I love it. Yeah. Church, so be train. blessed. And sure. uh, Lord willing, next weekend, we'll, next week, we'll continue this, this uh, topic. Have a blessed week. Are Amen. you going to? I thought you were going to pray. Bye bye. I thought you were going to pray. Sing a song. All right.